Welcome to the Untold Podcast, capturing the culture's imagination through speculative fiction. I'm your host, Nathan James Norman. Good news. Despite the breakdown in the peace accords between Santa and the werewolves, that ripe, jolly old elf is not anticipating the problems he's had in previous years. For one, the full moon has passed. For another, after the thorough trouncing they received last time, his reputation has scared away the other packs. Check out episode 84, Cold Moon Christmas, for context. Today's story is by Jackie Jolene. Jackie Jolene is a singer, songwriter, and producer from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Using lush electronic and organic instruments, she composes enchanting dreamscapes of sound with powerful, soaring vocals and thought-provoking lyrics. Her lifelong passion for storytelling is expressed through each one of her vibrant, living poems, taking the listener on a trip around the world or down the street. Every song is a uniquely rich experience that reaches into the depths of the soul and doesn't let go. But today, she jumps into the author's seat to tell us a wintry tale just in time for Christmas. And some of the music in today's story was composed by Jackie. You can find Jackie Jolene on www.jackiejolene.com or on her Bandcamp page, jackiejolene.bandcamp.com. You can find direct links in our show notes. So now, without further ado, The Untold Podcast is proud to present The Guardian by Jackie Jolene. girl wandered the snow-covered wooded path for what felt like days. In reality, it was only a few hours, but the chill of the evening was beginning to overtake her. Without removing her backpack, she decided to lie down among a pile of dead leaves under a tall oak tree. She was just beginning to drift off into a peaceful slumber when she heard a rustle in the distance that made her sit up with a start. Her eyes darted toward the sound, and for the first time, she noticed that the trees before her appeared unlike the others in the forest. The tall, slender pines were lined up in tight rows as if to form some sort of barrier. Curiosity made for a perfect distraction to her weariness. So, she got up, and approached the trees to get a better look. Upon closer inspection, she was able to peer between the neat rows, and in the distance, she could make out what appeared to be a quaint village with pretty little cottages set upon the foothills of a mountain, adorned with a silvery castle near its peak where a dazzling waterfall cascaded down the mountainside beneath it. She was startled at never having seen such a beautiful place, but the smoke rising above the chimneys were quite inviting, so she was eager to enter the majestic fortress in hopes that she might find a place to rest before trying to make her way back home. Before she took another step forward, a large stone feline statue materialized, towering over her by at least 20 feet. Its stance seemed ready to pounce on any intruder that might approach it, 
and she unconsciously took a step back to survey its full height. She stared in disbelief at the formidable figure, when, to her great surprise, its eyes began to glow a deep, fiery red. Paralyzed with fear, she did not have a chance to run when it began to open its mouth to speak. Who are you, and why have you come? It demanded in a deep voice that shook the pines surrounding them, shaking loose the snow that once rested on its quiet branches and creating a dusty cloud of white. As the snow settled to the ground, the young girl trembled in terror, struggling to collect her thoughts so that she might answer the intimidating creature's question. In a timid voice, she replied, My name's Deidre, and I don't know why I have come. I began walking along this path earlier today when I got lost along the way. I'm not sure how to get back home. The great stone figure did not move from its place, but spoke once again in that terrible voice. I am the guardian of this land, and you may not go beyond these trees, for if you do, you shall never return. Turn back now, and you will be spared. The girl began sobbing uncontrollably. But I... but I don't know how to get back! She wailed through the hot tears rolling down her strawberry-colored, frost-bitten cheeks. I am far from home and, and so very cold and hungry. Please, allow me to go through the tree so I may enter one of the homes and get warm. Once again, the guardian answered with a warning. Once you pass these trees, you may not come back to your world. This land is enchanted, and the king though just, is far more fearsome than I. Heed my warning and leave now." But the girl continued to cry and sat in the snow, afraid but too fatigued to take her chances trying to find her way back. After a time, the creature took pity on her knowing she would die anyway if she stayed. So he relented and told her she could enter, but not before giving her a last warning of what this decision would cost her. The young girl, so consumed with her immediate plight, did not stop to weigh the consequences carefully or even attempt to head back. She did not think of her mother and father who would worry about her day and night. She did not think of her little brother Sam, who would be waiting for her to take him ice skating on the frozen pond next to their cozy Tudor-style home. Nor did she think of her best friend Katie, who would have no one to tell her deepest secrets to. In her haste, Deidre chose to take her chances in this new world. She approached the Guardian at the entrance and took one final look to ensure her safety. He bowed his head and allowed her to pass through the trees before her. With each step taken, she could feel her strength renewed. As she walked through the final row of trees and into the clearing, the sun shone brighter than she ever imagined possible, touching all in its wake with its warm rays and casting no shadow. 
Suddenly, a memory came flooding back to her from a month prior, sitting in church on Christmas Eve with her family, surrounded by glowing candles and hearing the story of a child who came to save the world. It was the best Christmas in her young memory, and she suddenly missed her family. No longer suffering from the cold, she began to reconsider her decision. Deidre turned around to re-enter the trees when she noticed the path had disappeared, along with the Great Guardian. A tall, golden gate was now in its place, assuring she was no longer free to leave. For a moment, she was filled with a sense of panic when a voice called out her name from behind. It was the source of the warm light, and the voice was both gentle and spoke with great authority. Welcome home, Deidre. All longing for the world she left behind melted away as she moved toward the voice that now beckoned her. Truly, this was her home. was our story. I hope you liked it. I find solace in this story. As tragic as death is on this side of things, and make no mistake, death is always a tragedy on this side of things. But that on the other side, we can gain perspective. It is going to be okay. Merry Christmas. Before we go, Remember that this podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Please remember to like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, blog about us, leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. Support us on Patreon and tell your friends. The Untold Podcast has been funded by Jason Brannon, Jen Finelli, Fred Heimbaugh, Clayton Webb, Parker J. Cole, Lauren Van Arendonk Baugh, Amy Winters Voss, Mike and Andra Williams, Spirit Blade Productions, The Retro Rewind Podcast, Rudy Diaz, Jackie Hanna, Deborah Dunson, Amanda St. John, G.S. Muse, and Nathan and Casey Butler. This is the last story of 2019, and on behalf of all the artists and authors of the show throughout all these many years, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Leading us out today is the song Winter by... You guessed it, Jackie Jeline. So for the last time in 2019, I'm Nathan James Norman reminding you, the land is enchanted. Shelter is weak and breaking and
Sunlight return. 